Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. <laughs> my name is Joey. Why are we here? Oh my god, I don't know. This was a bad idea. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. Yes. And we've decided and we've decided, much to our better judgment, to meet here on Solar. Woo, it's hot. Oh my god. Is the AC on in these in these things? Can you turn it AC on in it? I don't, I don't know. even know. Oh, God, we should have asked Adam before he went off to Aquas. God damn it, why is he taking so long? I don't know. He's not here today. I, I don't know. Maybe he crashed the Blue Marine. Who knows? I think he's just loving Aquas too much. Uh, you're right. We, it's hard to pull him away from that. So, well, we'll just have to we'll have to infer how much fun he's having. All right. But it's probably a lot. We need to, we need to debrief quickly before... Before we melt ourselves in this, are we? Yeah. All right. So yeah. All right. Katina, I was. That's where I was. Just. All right. So let's let's start first talking about Katina and go from there. So tell me. So what what was what was Katina like? A whole bunch of shooting. A whole bunch of shooting. It feels like it was fully the first stage and fully in all range mode, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's basically one big boss fight. And it's just a bunch of fight like guys that you kill. <laughs> that's yeah, that's kind of what it sounded like. Um, I'm having flashbacks to where I was, but um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think in this stage, you're right. If you just uh, beat a certain amount of enemies, then it just kind of progresses the story. It's like uh, I think after ten shot, ten uh, enemies are downed, then uh, then the story moves on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this stage seems to be the first one fully in all range mode, so you need to focus a lot more on the on the uh on the map, right yeah, because a lot of the time you know now you have you actually on top of that have so many more allies in this stage, yeah, because the plot of the story is that you're helping out uh Cornarian army base that's been overrun by Andros's forces. Yeah, it's basically a 3D level of Space Invaders. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and it's another reason why they shouldn't have made, never made any Space Invaders in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been uh, way too much. Oh, man. Yeah, Con- Fox, is, Just consider- Fox is, is a good one. It's <laughs> yes. <laughs> I Very, enjoy this. Look- very eloquently spoken, it is a good one. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the main reasoning behind that is just, there's so many, uh, there's so many hindrances when you're playing in all range mode that require a lot of uh, finesse and timing, as opposed to having everything directly in front of you. Right. Because again, when you are in all range mode, you basically have a timer. On the amount of uh, space that you have to engage with an enemy. Yeah. Because you are nearly always moving so much faster than them. True, true. It's like they're almost stationary. Exactly. So you're moving so much faster. They're moving slower to the point where it feels like they're standing still. And then you end up just like passing by them in an instant. And you really had maybe like five seconds worth of time to shoot and aim at them. Yeah. 
It's like, uh, Unless uh, they're uh, like tailing right behind you and they're supposed to be there. And then they're like so fast for some reason. <laughs> Who knows? How do they did this? I don't know. They kicked up their gravitational drift and drift boosted behind you. Bam. Is that, that, is that a thing? It's Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, they're drift boosting right behind you. It's like F Zero, but in but in wait, F Zero's already in space. Never mind. <laughs> what? And F Zero, you know the the racing game with with Captain Falcon. Ah, uh, okay, true. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Both in space. Oh my god, there's a there's like a theory that these are all in the same universe. Uh, yeah. Like F Zero and Star Fox. Well, they oh are in gosh. Super Smash Bros. They, yeah, there you go. You know what? The connecting tissue of the Smash Brothers universe basically connects every video game character in existence. <laughs> Is that even legal? <laughs> if 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 Shigeru Miyamoto and uh, and all of them say it's legal, then I'm gonna believe them. <laughs> the world of video games is messed up and weird, and I love it. Yeah, we get messed up and weird. Let's talk about uh, the actual stage dynamics. We talked about it a little bit, yeah. but we have a we have an ally in this stage we actually need to care about, and it's Bill. Bill, our buddy Bill from the academy. <laughs> Good old apparently. Bill from warehousing. <laughs> Bill from warehousing. I don't know. Even think that's a word, but. <laughs> I feel like he's just such a an afterthought when it's like Bill's here. Yeah. He's like, are we gonna explain who Bill is? No, we're not. <laughs> just a just a tot, the little puppy. Is he a dog? Yeah, he's he's he is a dog. Yeah. He's a dog because you know he has a bulldog unit and a husky unit, and they are they are here at his side because you know we have a theme to keep with. Yeah. <laughs> God, but you know what the thing is they they don't really explore the relationship here as well as they do another character that's going to be coming up later in this mm, game right um which is kind of a kind of a letdown I don't know it just seems like you why you've been so good at explaining um you were so good backstory. at explaining the relationships here and backstories and all that yeah I guess and then you kind of they just threw him in last minute or something. They're like, this level is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this level is pretty straightforward. It's just shoot down a bunch of enemies, and then a giant mothership appears, which, okay, it's kind of cool yeah. having the main boss appear while you're still mid-combat, and it's just kind of like slowly meandering its way to the middle. A little reminiscent of like, oh. Independence Day. I don't know what came first. Oh, Oh my god, it's very reminiscent of Independence Day. Well, that came out in 96, and okay. this came out in 97. Oh, so my god. Very much, um, very much re- replicating that. Yeah. Um, actually, we gotta do an internet backstory of Bill, Ooh. by the by. We'll do that after this. Uh, um, what a tease. But yes. It, I know. Well, we haven't done an internet backstory in a while. Adam's really put us off on our, on our backstory, and... Either way, let's. Uh, so the mothership very slowly meanders in, very reminiscent of like what you said, Independence Day. 
uh, and then drops in a bunch of more enemy ships, which again, it's just kind of more of the same. You shoot down more of the enemy ships. Um, I kind of wish they had given the mothership uh, like an attack. Yeah. Like a big laser, maybe, that it could shoot yeah. out every so often. Other than just being like background. Yeah, it's ostensibly just there to release more of the same ships. But again, the ships are the, they're not different in any way. They're not harder. Right. There's just now more of you, them. Right. And you like see where they're coming from. Mhm. Uh the only different the only real hard part, which isn't even a hard part because there's barely any consequence to doing this is just you have a harder time distinguishing who is your enemy and who is your friend. Right, right, right. But but I mean the the, the penalty for shooting down a ship of your own is Bill just saying, Fox, that's one of ours <laughs> And then maybe slightly less on the scoreboard. But like you don't get like you don't lose. relegated to the wrong path. You don't lose <laughs> yeah. if you shoot down too many of our own guys. Mm-hmm. So it's more just kind of there to Add flavor, I guess, to the fight. Yeah. Other than that, not not really much. Right. Else I guess it, maybe it makes it a little harder if you shoot down one of your guys. Maybe. True, but you're ostensibly like a uh, like a one man army. Yeah, you you're know? basically alone. Yeah. I mean, your wingmates do help out sometimes, and they make it very clear when they help out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> telling you that they've shot down one one pilot after you've shot down like 17 yeah, i got one <laughs> great great good yeah. i i'm on like 25 <laughs> yeah um but yeah that kind of goes back to the whole point about paying attention to your map and your radar because the enemies are marked as big white dots and you want to shoot only the big white dots but then you need to correspond that to what's in front of you so on yeah. and so forth so it's trying to teach you how to navigate the map in a short amount of time while relaying that information to you in real time about fighting what's in front of you. Yeah. Unless I'm digging way too far into this and maybe they didn't actually intend for that and they're just like, shoot down a bunch of things. Have fun, yo. I don't really care. <laughs> um. Either way. <clears throat> so the mothership is, yeah. Basically, it opens up every so often with its hatches and bunt drops out a bunch of ships. And Bill, in his omnipotent glory, just happens <laughs> to know that you need to shoot the hatches when they're open. Yeah, yeah trust me. <laughs> How does Bill know that? <laughs> Is Bill in cahoots with Andros uh, and he was like a traitor to Andros? <gasps> spoiler alert. Oh, no, now we're digging into too much backstory. <laughs> but no, he just happens to know that you need to shoot the hatches because that's that's how the story yeah, progresses. It's a, it's a video game. Yeah. I mean, you could have done the same thing you did before with Slippy, where you're just like, eh, like analyzing the enemy. And then right. like you could just say, like, okay, now shoot down the hatches. Yeah, As yeah. opposed to making Bill do it. But I think you just wanted Bill to say more things. Yeah. It's like, we put him in, <laughs> might as well. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to be here for such a short amount of time, make the most of it, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you shoot down the four hatches, and it exposes a core, and then you shoot the core, and then you win. 
Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the mission accomplished, Stinger. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. The stage is fine for what it is. I mean, it's just yeah. a, it's a, it's a dogfight. Yeah. I mean, it's the first one of its kind, so that's cool. Wait, did you get it? Did you get? Oh, my, did you get? Uh, I was not even. It's, uh, it's dogfight because Bill's a dog. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> get get it? You get it? Yeah, but ah! um. <laughs> I'm gonna let you recover from the beauty of that yeah. that stealth pun. I'm gonna need a minute. Just like, <laughs> oh wow. my god! Well, oh, here, how about this? I'll give you a full full minute okay. while doing an internet backstory on Bill Gray. Internet backstory. Good. I'm gonna need this. Yeah, let's just give it a minute, and I'll talk about Bill, whose last name is Gray. Thanks. Bill Gray is the childhood schoolmate of Fox, Falco, and Slippies, and the ace pilot and commander of the Husky and Bulldog squadrons in the Cornarian Army. Uh, In his childhood, Bill was good friends with Fox, who convinced him to join the Cornarian Flight Academy with him some years ago. When Fox left the Academy to avenge his father's death... At the hands of Andros, Bill went on to become an ace pilot and was given command to both the Husky and Bulldog squads. Fox knew that Bill would join Star Fox if asked to, but he didn't want to pull Bill into his troubles. And here's a little uh, fun trivia for you. Uh, the name Bill Gray is a reference to General William Gray from the 1996 blockbuster movie Independence Day. <laughs> Uh, knew it. This whole stage is just a big homage to Independence Day. This coincides with the portrayal of the Battle of Ke- of Katina, as it resembles the Furball, a large-scale aerial conflict slash mothership assault scene from Independence Day. Yeah, basically um, that scene. That right? It's the whole thing. Um. He's the only playable character in Star Fox Command, I guess, which happens in another game. Um, And many elements from Star Fox 2 were carried over to Star Fox 64, and it's largely speculated that Bill was created as the equivalent or a replacement for Faye, a character from Star Fox 2. By the way, Bill is apparently 29, so good job, Bill. According to this, uh, according to this, wow, it's like twice as old as a normal dog lives. Well, I'm getting conflicting in- information here. Um, it says 18. Oh, sorry, he was 18 before the Lilat Wars and is now currently, I guess, 29. Okay, this is, is now he's 29, but. So before he's a he started fighting, he's a veteran. There you go. And uh, that's all we got, actually, for, for Bill Gray. Bill Gray. Internet backstory. Wow. I'm still thinking of that pun. <laughs> I don't think that was enough time for me. Okay, how about this? We take a quick break. Okay. I mean, we're still we're still burning up. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that we pulled our ships a little farther back from Solar. Because now it's a little cooler. 
Yeah. But I'm still feeling yeah. the heat. So maybe I'm going to tinker around with the AC controls in here, too, while you just kind of collect yourself. So, uh, Paul, could you help us out? Give us a little bit of a little bit of breaky poo, if you please. Thank, please, please, and thank you, sir. I love you. Yes, we have returned. We have returned from the break. How are you feeling? You feeling a little bit better? I'm feeling so much better, Zach. Fa- uh. Fantastic. Sorry, I'll let you. I'll give you more of a warning next time I do stealth puns. Like <laughs> okay, Zach. Yes, you went to Fashina. Yes, Fashina, Fortuna. So many different names. Fortuna, this one Fortuna. Has. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the deal with that? Ah, man, we'll talk about that in a second, but I want to talk about the stage itself. Um, So, the thing is, with Fashina slash Fortuna, um, it's it's kind of the same thing as Katina. Yeah, basically just a battle. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I feel like we should explain the Fashina-Fortuna thing before we forget about it. So Fashina is mistakenly called Fortuna in the English version of the game. Um, The actual Fortuna is an entirely different planet. Um, And the errors, this is corrected actually in a different release in the 3DS remake of the game. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that. So there you go. Learning. Yeah. No, 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 no. Learning. <laughs> Was that the pro tip music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't used it in so long. It was burning a hole. True. Yeah. But yeah, let's. T- yeah, I mean, learning is a good pro tip. Learning in general is a good pro tip. Pro tip, learning's great. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this is another all range mode fight similar to the one we had in Katina. Um, that's why I felt yeah. like I was having flashbacks when you were telling me about it. Um, but I guess the it's a bigger uh, stage, though, isn't it? Slightly bigger. Like you, there's a little bit more. There's a little bit more directionality to it. Yeah, the stage actually, uh, terrain-wise, has a little bit more going on for it than just a giant, like, uh, pyramid in the middle. Right. Uh, there's actually like terrain, like mountains that you need to dodge, and there are like outposts and stuff that you yeah. uh, can destroy on the outskirts that are related to this outpost um, that shoot at you, actually. So it actually adds a little bit more variety than the Katina stage itself. Um, and there's also more of a focus in this one on saving your wingmates as opposed to taking down as many enemies as possible. Right, right, right. Uh, they kind of bring that in real fast with the, uh, Fox, get this guy off me, kind of talk. <laughs> um, and not only that. Also, like, the... Yeah, sorry. You go on. You, are you? No, no, no I, I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Great. Uh, the, the focus of the level, it 
to like, what like save your base or something. So it makes sense. Yeah, it's a it's like a def- it's a defense post. So it's more about yeah. like defending. Yeah. As opposed to being on the attack. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so not even just they're like anecdotally saying save me, but to the point where on screen you have directions that tell you where they are and it says help them. Yeah. So you need to actually navigate using the on screen instructions to go and save your wingmate. Otherwise, if you don't help them, they'll be out of commission. They'll just be shot down and they will not be able to help you. Right, right, right. So there's more of a focus in terms of like there's now there are actual repercussions for not helping out yeah. your uh your wingmates, which before it was kind of just like, oh okay, well like they're you know, they'll probably be fine otherwise. But now it's like, okay, uh we really do need to help them, otherwise this has long lasting impact, not on just this stage, but the next stage. Because they're they're <laughs> gone for two stages. Um if Yikes. if they get taken down. Um, and then, interestingly enough, so before on Katina, you'd need to take down ten enemies and then the story progresses. This yeah. one, it doesn't actually matter how many enemies you take down. Yeah, it's like a time thing. Eh? It just happens. It's on. A, it's like once the yeah. music dies down. Yeah, then, just don't die. Yeah, just don't die until the music dies down. I guess that, yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's like a defense post level, so there's no uh, right. attack that you need to, you know... Uh, hit like a mm-hmm. quantity of enemies you need to take down right uh so it that's cool yeah it's good it again ties back into this is a defense post so you're just trying to defend for a certain amount of time which makes sense in the in the vein of the story but then they introduce probably the coolest thing in this game yeah your anti-hero your rival not anti-hero your rivals yeah the star wolf squadron can't let you do that, Star Fox. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's like space British, but okay. <laughs> Can't let you do that, Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> they all have that like snot. Like, you know how when you're trying to explain to a friend that somebody's like really like poncy and annoying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like Star Wolf <laughs> and like Leon probably on the team. Yeah. Andros has Agreed. ordered us to take you down. <laughs> <laughs> like like the preppy sister school. Y- yeah, when they're like the <laughs> oh, it's like the prep school jocks and like <laughs> <laughs> I see you guys have you know. They're all like I don't know. They're all like stereotypical like jerky inflections. Yeah. Like Pigma's like yeah. the like big bully at like the public schools like, yeah, we're gonna take you down. <laughs> Long time you have see. And then we have uh, Andrew, who I guess is like the whiny rich kid. <laughs> Andrew's enemy is my enemy. <laughs> uh, so good. It's very stereotypical tones of to convey like, oh, these guys are jerks. Let's take them down because they sound like jerks. Yeah, I just want to punch them in the face. So they, exactly. They fit into your schema of these are douches and we need to take them down. So it's pretty uh, easy to identify that they are your rivals. Yeah. Whereas Bill from before is more like cool, chill dude. I was like, whoa, bro, let's let's chill out, man. Yeah, yeah, let me help you out. <laughs> so that's interesting that they kind of employ that kind of uh, 
I don't even know what to call it. Like, it's not stereotyping, is it? Maybe. I don't know, because it's not, like, prep school jock isn't, a, isn't like, a stereo, is Yeah, not stereotyping, but more like, uh... It's like, it's like, uh... Characterizing, I don't know. It's like, uh, like a schema in your mind, you know? Yeah. Where you just have, like, a box of, this is, like, annoying prep school person. And then right. you're just like, oh, I reached into that box, and yep, that, that, that makes sense. <laughs> it seems to fit the schema yeah. there. <laughs> but either way it's a feeling it's a feeling i think Gen- general feeling well it might be more than a feeling <laughs> sorry i guess <laughs> internet backstory <laughs> wait no i told you i'd give you okay. more of a warning <laughs> my bad so that's this turns into now a 4v4 fight you uh star fox versus star wolf um and there's so much battle banter there yeah. is so much battle banter. It's nonstop. No, that nobody shuts up. But I think it's to kind of add to the chaotic feeling of this of this fight. Yeah, and they have like four guys. They have to all say their shit, you know. They have four guys, and then you have four guys. It's just a lot of back and forth thing, and kind of like egging on each other and being like, you'll never beat me. And it's like, oh, I'm going to beat you. And it's like, oh, no, I need help. And I'm like, oh, nobody's here to help you. And it's like, oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> Even Slippy says it perfectly. What? This is really starting to tick me off. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> even even Slip's annoyed. Yeah. Uh, if Slip's annoyed, then everyone's annoyed. I'd right? But I think, again, I think that was on purpose. To add to the chaos of the fight itself and yeah. make it feel more frantic and frenetic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then as the fight goes on here, like the pain veins up aspect comes in, I think. Because before yes. it was uh, the pain veins of, you know, help out your enemy or they're going to they're going to go away. But now that's like upped here times to the next level. Because now they're not just nameless soldiers, you know, shooting at the at your squad. They are Star Wolf shooting right. at your squad, and they require a little bit more than just one or two hits to get taken down. Yeah, it's like a boss fight, kind of. Exactly, but they're still doing the whole like you got to help us out here, Fox. And if you don't, they're gone. But then it takes it a notch up because you can't just take down who's tailing them so easily. Made right. not just because they take more hits. But they'll actually actively try and dodge you by doing similar maneuvers that you can do, like the roll, like rolling around to get behind you or barrel rolling, things like that. Yeah, not not so easy. No, no, they're ostensibly you guys, but uh, they're fighting you. Right. Uh, So I think that's good. It's a good amount of pain veins there. Um, And then, uh, God, man, this, this music's just such a fucking banger. Yeah. I love it, it all is. I love the star I I don't know why I love the Star Wolf theme maybe the most like it goes like title theme and then Star Wolf. Oh yeah. Like I really love it. It's so good. It it gives that menacing feeling right off the bat with like the yeah. and you have like like something's happening, something big you need to pay attention to is about to happen and then it doesn't let up as the music goes on. It just kind of keeps you engaged the entire time. Right. It's just... A little, little stressful. 
Fast pace. Exactly. It makes you feel like you should be paying attention right now. And there's like the right. song gets its hooks into you. God, it's so good. Yeah. Someone should make a remix. Oh, I'm sure billions of people have made remixes of it. <laughs> it's such a good song. Yeah. Uh, but it's such a shame <laughs> because then you got to take them down and then everybody cries because you're so good. And then yeah. uh, once you once you beat the entirety of the squad, uh, Fox goes into the base. Oh, there's a bomb in the base. We forgot to mention that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Yeah, there's a bomb. Don't in, go in there. There's, there's a bomb in the base. And um a bomb in the base. <laughs> and there's a bomb in the base. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. Nobody except you and I are gonna get that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, so there's so there's a bomb in the base. And then <laughs> God damn it. And then you need it's to fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm moving on. Everything's okay, people. It's fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. We're okay. <laughs> Um, so then we need to, but the thing is we can't take out the bomb because then Starwolf comes in and the music kind of makes sense with its fast, frenetic, and anxious themes because you want to take them down quick so that you have time to take out the bomb. Um, actually, if you don't take them out fast enough, a timer pops up and saying you have this much time Mm. until the bomb explodes. So again, just adding, reinforcing the freneticness of this stage and like, oh my God, we have to do something right now. Yeah, or in like 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah, or in 40 seconds, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, if you when you do end up taking out Starwolf, though, uh, Fox goes in to disarm the bomb, and then hooray, we're great, and then we're all fantastic, and yay! Yeah! <laughs> and that's the end of that one. Yeah! <laughs> Alright. The, the Star Fox ending. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about the fact that there are multiple endings to each stage, but I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you still move forward, just your path is more predetermined. Yeah. Um, whereas with this path, you can choose wherever you want to be. Yeah. Um, unless you're an Aquas. <laughs> yeah but before we talk about uh, aquas let's take a quick break because reasons you have power the power to save lives the power to defeat illnesses the power to use games for good you can be a hero for local sick and injured kids through extra life a 24-hour gaming marathon that supports a local children's miracle network hospital in your community Join 50,000 gamers from all across the world as we battle the enemy illnesses and injuries facing local kids. Play games. Heal kids. Find out more at extra-life.org. Welcome back. Hey. All right. Well, since Adam hasn't checked in from Aquas, um, I've asked Rob on the Great Fox to kind of scan Aquas for us and give us a brief overview of uh, everything that's there. That's a good idea. So, yeah. I'm just going to read the briefing that I got from him. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe Adam will, will get a message. Well, maybe we'll hear from him eventually. I don't know. Either way. So, apparently we use a new vehicle type on Aquas called the Blue Marine. Yeah, how did that just, like, show up randomly? 
Uh, apparently, we were very prepared, just in case that we would have to go <laughs> fight underwater. Yeah. I gotta say, Slippy's nothing if not prepared. Yep. Oh, yeah. We need, we need um, someone like that. Exactly. And it's actually the first time that uh, that you're going solo. Your wingmates are not joining you on this mission. You are yeah. going into the deep alone. There was only one submarine available. Yes, they, they prepared for one submarine. That's about it. <laughs> but they prepared to have that submarine have unlimited missiles. <laughs> smart. Uh, very smart. There is some interesting uh, prioritization here. But either way, um, when you're in the when you're in the blue marine, it feels a bit more methodical and slower than when you're in the skies flying through in the R wing. Yes, much. But I think that was by design. Yeah, because you know you're trying to in like make it feel like you're underwater and make it just you know feel like you're trudging through the deep, so it'll be a little bit slower, a little bit more like okay. Well, we're exploring around, and then on top of that, add into the fact that it's really dark. <laughs> yep. So you wouldn't want to move too fast anyway. Yeah, and there's like so many things. Yes, there's a lot of new enemies that are very aquatic based. Uh, apparently, they've been mutated by the by the sludge of the bio weapon that's living on Aquas. Mm. Uh, but let's let's talk about the Blue Marine for just a quick sec because right. it's a completely new vehicle, so there are new controls. Yes. Uh, like we mentioned, there's no bombs, but there are unlimited torpedoes. Mm-hmm. And these torpedoes seem to have like headlights on them. Yeah, they're like laser torpedoes or something. <laughs> yeah, you shoot them off into the distance, and you could follow the trail and see off in the distance where it goes. Yeah. Uh, this is this is an intended move where you know falco's telling you to shoot off uh torpedoes to see where to go uh not quite sure how slippy made uh light torpedoes yeah but uh uh, good for him okay yeah great fantastic i don't even know how that's how that's possible but whatever (laughs) um i also don't know how it's possible to do an underwater barrel roll but i mean uh why not i mean (laughs) why not once you once you see the blue marine do a barrel roll you really realize that this was just using the same kind of uh framework as the as the other stages with the r-wing just slapping on a new vehicle and an underwater background slightly slowing it down and then that's about it makes sense yeah, I mean, why why remake the wheel? Yeah. I mean, you're not really going to care. It's the same game. You might as well keep the same controls. Yeah, it just kind of like shows the cracks and like the, oh, yeah, we know we we just kind of copy pasted and changed some of the theming on there yeah. to make it underwater themed as opposed to flying around. Right. Because um, you can still move in all directions. You're not tied anyway it's just like they changed out the r-wing for the blue marine yeah that's about it yeah nothing wrong with that yeah, it's just fine it just really is more obvious yeah. when you're doing a fucking barrel roll underwater <laughs> with the speed that you would in the air <laughs> yes i don't care how many like 
jet propulsion systems you have on that on that uh, submarine. That ain't happening, gang. <laughs> it's not physically possible. <laughs> then again, I feel like we should suspend our suspend our disbelief in the game about animals having a space war. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> maybe we're a little more lenient. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, there's also the fact that jellyfish can create giant electrical barriers that uh, can, in fact, hurt, create so much electricity that, d- it, again... It, goes, it damages a submarine. <laughs> it damages a submarine, but doesn't do enough to travel through water <laughs> and, like, electrocute the entire ocean. Yeah. This, uh... If you think about this too much, it just it's it starts falling apart. Yeah, we probably shouldn't, even though we're digging deep. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What are you gonna do, right? And then there's fish that just explode into giant, giant bomb-sized explosions. Yeah, that's that's what fish do. Yep. Again, maybe we just chalk all of this up to toxic sludge <laughs> and the bioweapon and all that. Yeah, yeah. It's like radioactive or something yeah there we go uh it's all due to this stupid bioweapon called bakun interesting yes the 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 giant the the giant baddie in this stage is a giant enemy clam yeah very scary very i mean as a child just seeing that's kind of like one of my worst fears personified (laughs) <laughs> like something in the something in the depths of the ocean yeah. that is giant, terrifying, and trying to kill you. shoots out and trying to kill you, and shoots out giant worms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there, it has a giant worm launcher. It was ostensibly its lock-on shot. A spread shot where it shoots. I don't know pearls. I think. Yeah, I think those are pearls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the main main shtick with this boss fight is that you have to hit it with very specific weaponry at specific times to actually damage it. Right. So you have the two veiny veins <laughs> when you when when the clam opens its maw, and you need to shoot the veins with your laser until it turns. Okay, I don't quite understand how this happens. It turns like neon. And then just like you gotta shoot it with the bit with the bomb now. It's like how do we know that, gang? <laughs> we researched this why before. Did it, why did we? Why is this turning neon? I don't. Okay. And then, uh, but it's a nice it's a nice change of pace in which you actually don't just immediately wail on the A button yeah. the entire time to beat a boss. You wail on the A button, and then you need to precisely press the B button. Right. <laughs> it, it's, it's a I, it's an art it's an art yeah but at the same time it's we're only on like level threes <laughs> so to speak right level three worlds yeah so i mean it's not gonna get crazy complicated but again it's building on each other you know the first few stages have just been straightforward fights where you shoot it with a laser and then it's getting more complicated as you need to you know hit it with specific weaponry at specific times so you know Again, it's a space shooter, so how much more depth can you get? Yeah. I don't know. No. Nothing wrong with it. it yeah, it, it's fine. It's good. 
I enjoy it. Either way, though, for what it is. either way, though, I think that was yeah. Either way, though, I think it's a good stage. And from what I'm from what I'm reading here, but either way, let's. Uh, that's all I really got to say about it because Adam's not here. What else are we going to talk about? Yeah, we. I guess we'll meet up with him later. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, we'll just just do the outro, I guess, and we'll see if we can find him another time. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to reach out, you know how. It's it's the extreme at gmail.com. That's I-T-S-T-H-E-S-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com. Let me try that again. That's I-T-S-T-H-E... Fuck! <laughs> Always throws me off when you do that. I know. It's I-T-S-T-H-E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M at gmail.com! Yes! <laughs> if I just yell loud enough, then I could drown you out. Yeah, that's, that's a good strategy. but thank you guys so much again for listening i really appreciate it just a reminder we still have our charity drive coming up on november 2nd okay we're going to be doing this for we're going to be streaming on twitch all day november 2nd raising money for child's play the charity that helps out at sick kids hospitals uh so if you want to tune in it's november 2nd all day on our twitch stream it's the x stream on twitch that's again same as our email i t s t a g x s t r e a m, and we'll be playing games all day. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. We're gonna be doing a lot of giveaways. So uh, I really, really hope you guys tune in. And what I really hope more than that is that you donate. Yes. Well, nicely said. Thank you, thank you. And uh, with that, I think we're gonna. Oh, wait. What was that? We got an incoming transmission. Oh, it's from, uh, it's coming from Aquas. Could that be? Is that, I think it's, I think it is. All right, let's patch him in. I want to hear what he has to say. Thank you all so much. Let's hear what, uh, let's hear what's going on in Aquas. What's going on? And there you have it. I think that was a better water level. Than Aquas. Because, come on, why are you in a submarine in a space game? Not necessary. Now back to your regularly scheduled program with your two hosts, Douche and Douche McGee.